Hi, and welcome to the big stories of our little-known heroes. I'm very excited to talk about these people who decided to become bigger than themselves when destiny called. Each sacrificed a little, or a lot, or everything. They came out of our past and our present and from every part of the world. You may be one of them, or will be in the future. It can happen in an instant. Real heroes don't have superpowers, and most are far from perfect, and that makes them even more exciting. Their stories don't need exaggeration, and I tried hard to get at and tell the truth about each one. I'm Bill Porterfield, and I can't wait to share their adventures with you. We have three big stories in our first episode. The first one we call The Big Story of the Angel on the Beach. The Big Story of the Angel of the Beach What does a kid know? Well, they spend a lot of time in school. Kids know obscure facts that adults have forgotten or weren't even taught back in their day. The ten-year-old would recall that normally she was bored during geography class, but a particular lesson was memorable to her. In 2004, ten-year-old Tilly Smith from England went with her family on Christmas holiday. Her mother, father, and younger sister stayed at the Marriott Hotel by the Mai Cao Beach in Phuket, Thailand. On the morning after Christmas, the Smith family took a stroll from their hotel down to the beach. They casually passed by about a hundred other vacationers who were also enjoying the day and would all soon owe their lives to the ten-year-old. As they walked on the beach, the child gazed out at the surf and noticed that the waves were coming in but not really going back out to the ocean. She had seen this somewhere before. She didn't know why, but she felt worried, and she told her parents the ocean was acting weird. They told her she was being silly. The weather was just bad. The surf's water was fizzing, like Tilly had seen beer do when it's poured into a glass. Then she noticed a log floating in the water, and it was spinning around and around and around. And then she knew why she felt frightened. A tsunami, the 10-year-old cried. There's going to be a tsunami. Her parents had no idea what she was talking about. Very few people who lived by the Atlantic Ocean had ever heard the word tsunami before. But Tilly had learned about them from her teacher, Mr. Carney. He had shown her class a video of a tsunami that occurred in Hawaii. She was certain that that was what was coming. But her family ignored her and kept walking away from the hotel, away from safety. Tilly refused to walk anymore. She urged them, we have to go, we have to run. She sat down on the sand in protest and screamed at them. Tilly's dad and sister finally stopped to listen to her. But her mother kept on walking because what does a kid know? Her seven-year-old little sister believed her big sis and ran, crying, back towards the hotel. Tilly remembered looking at the people laying on the beach and playing in the ocean and thinking, we're all going to die. She begged her mother to turn around and go back, but Mom refused and continued strolling. Her dad brought Tilly over to a nearby hotel security guard and said, I know this sounds completely bonkers, which is a word British use for nuts, but my daughter says there's going to be a tsunami. 
The guard happened to be Japanese, and tsunami is a Japanese word. The guard, of course, knew what the little girl was talking about. Japan suffers from more tsunamis than any other place in the world. He did some checking and discovered that there had been an earthquake over 3,000 miles away near the island country of Sumatra. And that was enough for him. The guard immediately called for everyone to get out of the water and off the beach. Tilly helped speed up the evacuation by repeatedly screaming that everyone must get to high ground. As people began returning, they could look over their shoulder and see that the water was quickly pulling back from the beach like an immense low tide, strangely exposing the ocean floor where stranded fish and other sea life were flopping around. By the time the vacationers had reached the hotel, if they looked back, they would see a huge ocean wave growing and moving towards them. Tilly's mom was one of the last people to get off the beach. Tilly urged everyone to climb the stairs inside the building. They just made it to the second floor when a 30-foot wave crashed into the hotel. Tilly's geography teacher had demonstrated with a model house what the aftershocks of a tsunami can be like. Tilly called out for everyone to prepare for aftershocks and to stay on high ground. A 10-year-old directed all the adults on what to do in order to stay alive. The Smith family had been momentarily separated from each other during the chaos. When they all reconnected, they hugged each other and cried. The disaster, now known as the 2004 Indian Ocean Tsunami, killed over 230,000 people across seven countries. Thailand lost 5,000. But no one died from the Marriott Hotel in Puckett, Thailand. Once the tsunami had finally passed, the Smith family wanted to go home right away, but that wasn't possible. They had to wait as rescue teams were brought in to deal with the wounded and the dead. DNA specialists spread out all over to help identify bodies, but again, no bodies needed to be identified from Tilly's hotel. On the plane that eventually brought them home, people were sobbing. The pilot asked everyone who had lost someone to raise their hand. There were a lot of hands. Her father kept saying to Tilly, what if we hadn't listened to you? You have to wonder why a 10-year-old from a foreign country was the only one who knew what was happening. There are a couple of reasons. The first is that there was a delay in reporting the underwater earthquake, the sea quake, that caused the tsunami because lightning had knocked out a critical sensor system. Thailand didn't get a warning out to its citizens until after the first deadly wave. But even if the sensor system worked, tsunamis are hard to predict, and they move very quickly. In the deep ocean, they can move at over 500 miles an hour, the speed of a jet plane. A wave destroyed a village of 12,000 people in just nine minutes after the earthquake. Most tsunamis, which occur about twice a year, are harmless. Their waves are usually barely noticeable until they come close to the shore but that is where they can suddenly grow to monstrous heights. Tilly was immediately recognized as a hero. While waiting to go home, the hotel had a small gathering for New Year's. The staff and guests dubbed Tilly the Angel of the Beach. A French magazine called her the Child of the Year. She was brought to the United Nations to speak of her experience. She became and continues to be a volunteer with the UN Office for Disaster Risk Reduction.
Shout-outs must go to the fast-acting security guard and to her teacher, Mr. Carney, whose video and dramatizations ingrained a critical lesson. But Tilly Smith is the big hero. What an amazing child. She learned, retained, and used all the information needed for an emergency situation that doesn't occur near her home. She held firmly to what she knew was going to happen, and she would not be silenced. I hope Tilly was excused from having to return to school for the rest of the year because she had already earned the highest marks in conduct, comprehension, and effort in the subject of saving lives. Ms. Tilly Smith is a grown woman now, but at 10 years old, she had already earned her seat at the adult table in our podcast's pantheon of heroes. <laughs>